Magandang araw, podmates, at sana ligtas kayong lahat. Si Howie Severino muli nagpapaalala na nakakatalino ang mahabang attention span. At may kasama na namang dakilang Pilipino. Sa larangan naman ng siyensya na may kinalaman sa ating kaligtasan. Dr. Mahar Lagmay ng UP Resilience Institute, isang volcanologist, geologist, at disaster scientist. Magandang araw sa iyo, Mahar. Hello, good afternoon, Howie. Nice to see you again on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mahar. And, and I hope you can visit us soon here dito sa shadow ng, Maha, uh, ng Taal uh, Volcano. Ano? But I, I just called you a disaster scientist because that's what you have called yourself. No? Uh, people are familiar with geologists and volcanologists, but bihira yung isang tao na nagpapakilala bilang isang disaster scientist. No? So, so what is a disaster scientist? Uh, bali, actually, I'm a geologist. No, uh, in p- particular, I got my PhD in the field of volcanology. No, in in Europe. And then when I came back, sure, uh, marami tayong mga uh, experience on the use of the scientific method. We had tools that were available, including mga remote sensing tools, how to analyze. Um, Uh, hazards, no? of course, sa volcanology, may hazards, di ba? And they impact uh, communities. Uh, papano pinag-aaralan yon? Ano yung mga kailangan sinasabi doon sa mga communities? And then when I came back, uh, all of these tools were were useful for studying disasters, no? Not just, not just uh, before the disaster, Uh, but also during search and rescue efforts. No? In Ginsa Ogon, uh, in 2006, nagkaroon ng malaking uh, disaster. And then we were able to uh, create a team there which led the search and rescue efforts. It was a 2,000-strong army of miners, uh, Philippine Marines, the U.S. Marines, no, with uh, complete with the uh, U.S. choppers, etc. And they were looking for a place, no? Uh, may school kasi, no? May, may school doon na allegedly, there, there were texts after the landslide. Uh, yung landslide kasi laki ng three-fourths the size of UP campus. And that they were still alive. More than 200 children allegedly were were still alive. So, it was hard to find that that place, no? Kasi it, uh, the landslide footprint was about three-fourths the size of UP. And they were buried by by rubble na 30 meters thick. So, saan mo hahanapin? All of the landmarks were were decimated. Nawala na. So, gumamit kami ng mga remote sensing tools. We flew with cameras, taking vertical aerial photographs, assessing all of the personal effects no lahat ng mga na-recover on site through the, throughout the the days na nagsi-search and rescue and then we found out na hindi pala tama yung lugar na pinaghahanapan uh, ng possible survivors because all of the materials all of the recovered uh, things were downslope 500 meters from the original site And some knowledge of uh, the event, the landslide event, which we call as a debris avalanche, which also happens in, in volcanoes, by the way. no, So lar- a large sector of the volcano would collapse. The landslide will be called as a debris avalanche. No? Nangyari doon sa, sa Ginsa Ugon. No? 
And one of the important uh, characteristics of that landslide was that it bulldozes everything in its path. So, malamang nabuldoze yung community. And we were looking at the original site, but it turns out that nandun pala sila yung most likely na 500 meters downslope. So, that is where science can help search and rescue efforts. And that was perhaps one of the prime examples of how science can be used, how these tools that we learned or we keep on using can be used during disasters. Meron bang survivors na nahanap? I remember this disaster, but I'm trying to recall kung may nahanap nga na mga survivors. During the day na nangyari yun, there were some survivors at at the leading edge of the landslide. No? Malayo na. Kasi the landslide was, uh, if I remember correctly, about 4.2 kilometers long. No? So, from a 700-meter high cliff, nag-travel siya. Pagkalayo-layo, 4.2 kilometers. And it is about 2 kilometers wide. Uh, more than 20 million cubic meters yung volume ng, ng bato na bumagsak. And uh, during the first day, Nandun nga, merong mga couple na nakuha, a couple of people who, who were bruised, ganyan, but they were at the leading edge. Pero the, the community itself was, was right smack in the path of the landslide, no? malapit dun sa, sa head ng landslide. Um, yun, uh, more than 1,500 people were living in that community and that community is called, is called Ginsaugon. And they were celebrating, merong, merong parada dun sa road. And then there was a, a report, no, uh, a text message by somebody when when the landslide was about to happen. Uh, sabi, daghang anas mayor, no. Uh, parang ang ibig sabihin niya tanong sa Bisaya ay may malaking ano landslide na nangyayari, no. So nakapag-text pa. And then the whole mountain collapsed on them, and uh, wala na yung yung community. You yourself. I don't know if you were involved in the search and rescue yourself, no? Kung kung yung yung skills ay na apply sa ganon, no? Pero for example, a scientist like yourself, I mean, how did you look at that particular incident? You were were you analyzing the causes and then seeing how it could have been prevented and how it can be prevented in other places na maaring vulnerable den yung environment? Tama, bali, maraming mga applications actually, no? During the ginsa ugon event. Ano, bali, alam natin na pag may search and rescue, they are also risking their lives, di ba? Kasi baka mamaya, meron pang landslide na mangyari ulit. In fact, it happened. No? It happened doon sa Ginsaugon. Everybody was deployed in the field. Ang dami-daming nandun, nagahanap, scouring the debris, kung merong possible survivors. Pero ang problema, umuulan din. No? So, kung maraming loose na material and then it rains, magkakaroon pa ng mga tinatawag na debris flow that when it rushes down, eh, talagang mahihirapan, nakakamatay yun. And there were many incidents of debris flows na maraming namamatay. No? Siyempre, yung Ateneo, uh, Manila Observatory, knew how to ano, interpret the water that was being collected while it was raining. So, ginagraph yun. Habang ginagraph, nakita ma ma mataas yung rate of... Uh, of uh, delivery ng rain, no? And uh, the volume was also this much. So, ginawa, uh, pinakol off. 
ng mga scientists yung debriable. So we had to call the the commander the, of the US Marines kasi they had the the Chinooks, the Sea Stallion, mga helicopters ito. Kinuha nila yon in the middle of the debris field. And then yung mga nag-search and rescue were already up to here in mud. If the if the science was not there, di ba? Eh di after so many more minutes, di baka nandito na yung putik. And they 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 were risking their lives, no? So na na rescue din sila, no? Itong mga rescuers. So that is one one direct application of science. But in in general, really, we do study disasters. No, we 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 go to ground zero because we want to learn about the disaster. We want to learn what were the mistakes that led to the disaster. Not to find errors, not to point fingers, but really to learn no? so that we don't repeat those same mistakes. Fast forward tayo sa kasalukuyan. No? Kasi uh, at the moment, uh, dito sa labas ng bahay ko, no? lakas ng hangin. No? Uh, nandito ako sa Batangas, no? sa baybayin ng Taal Lake. And... Uh, Uh, malamang buntot pa to ng uh, Super Typhoon Betty uh, na parang humina na no na lumihis no international name niya Mawar. Uh, so mukhang lumihis ito papuntang uh, norte no sa so Japan uh, pero uh, maraming kinabahan no Ka- kasama na kami rito uh, natatama sa atin at magiging kalamidad no uh, noong weekend. Mali ba ang forecasters na of course we're all thankful na hindi siya naging disaster. At uh, hindi tumama ng derecho dito sa atin. No? But um, there was a lot of fear that you know it would be a super typhoon and that it would have a, a large impact on us, on the Philippines. At um, gaano pa ba kahirap mag-forecast ngayon ng uh, malakas na bagyo? Saan nadidinig ko sa mga meteorologists? Ano? Mas, mas well-defined yung mata ng bagyo, mas malaki yung bagyo. mas madali siyang ispilingin. No? Mas, mas maganda yung forecasting. In fact, hindi naman nagkamali, tingin ko, kasi several days before, uh, nasabi naman eh, ano yung track eh, di ba? That it was going to the north of Luzon and then it will recurve just before it hits uh, Taiwan or Batanes, no? which it actually did. And sinabi din na titigil doon sa east sa right side if you're looking at a map sa east ng Batanes and Taiwan and then pabalik ulit to the the Pacific Ocean so hindi natutuloy papuntang Taiwan or China um ayun so i think it 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 was perfect no kasi matlalo na super typhoon nito and then pati yung wind speed no uh, pag-asa JTWC JMA were all all predicted it correctly Pati nga yung ano eh yung yung laka yung wind speed pati yung rainfall no uh, dito sa UP meron yung weather Manila si Jerry Bagtasa uh, bukod do sa wind speed eh, pino forecast din niya yung dami ng ulan <laughs> saan uulan ano sa Mindoro umuulan no nung Sunday or nung Monday yata or uh, yon and uh, maganda actually kasi uh, kaya siguro malakas din yung hangin ngayon diyan ay dahil eh, medyo yung habagat, di ba nagta-transition na tayo, magiging habagat. So, na, na, parang nabibigyan ng vitamins ng bagyo yung hanging habagat, which comes from uh, the the southwest. no So, ayun, um, I don't think nagkaroon ng error. 
Um, siguro yung confusion lang sa mga tao kasi pag sinabing super typhoon pumapasok sa Philippine area of responsibility. Malaki kasi yung Philippine area of responsibility. It goes all the way to almost sa Pacific Ocean, no? Sa malayo sa Pacific Ocean. So pag sinabi na pumasok na sa Philippine area of responsibility, baka akala ng mga tao is going to make landfall, no? Uh, pag nag-landfall yung bagyo, malakas talaga yung hangin. But uh, really the the that boundary ng Philippine area of responsibility is still far from the Philippine landmass. So baka doon lang nagkakaroon ng confusion, no? Pag sinabi kasi na emphasize Pumasok na sa Philippine area of responsibility, we expect already strong winds and heavy rains. The, the real, malayo pa siya. Yeah, but siguro there was there might have been a problem in communication din. No? So, uh, or education. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're a technical person, ma-analyze mo yung mga storm tracks. But ang daming events na cancel nung weekend, no? kahit ang ganda ng panahon. <laughs> I mean, Friday, Saturday, Sunday here, uh, uh, were beautiful days, no? It uh, was not too hot. It was, ah, sakto lang, sakto lang, no? Uh, parang hindi yun na-predict. <laughs> ang, uh, ang inaabangan ng uh, marami, ilang araw, ng ilang araw, yung uh, malakas na bagyo, no? So, uh, it never really happened. And in fact, people were looking at each other, nasan yung bagyo, no? So, so what you're saying is, hindi naman nagkamali yung forecasters, pero I guess the message that people got was different, no? Um, kasi, bakit, Kung, kung tama yung forecast na lilihis talaga at uh, hindi naman talaga direct direct hit sa atin at medyo minimal yung yung impact bakit kailangan pa mag-cancel ng mga events nag-cancel ng flights nag uh, people were worried uh, yun na nga eh parang it sounds like the boy who cried wolf diba baka next time uh, hindi na mag uh, hindi na mag-cancel ng mga events tapos talagang mangyayari Oh, so siguro yung cancellation ng, ng event eh depende kung saan, di ba? Siguro kung nandun ka dun sa north, no? Kagayan, eh, baka baka okay yan, di ba? Anyway, uh we're, we're we're happy na hindi hindi naganap yung yung super typhoon na yon, no? But um hopefully next time everyone will get a much clearer picture kung ano talaga yung yung mangyayari. But it it never hurts to to prepare. But Moving on to another potential disaster, no? Kasi, uh, yun nga, nandito ako sa may Taal Lake. Uh, mahangin dito, but uh, we have another feature here, no? Uh, yung Taal Volcano na <laughs> laging uh, nagbabanta ng, uh, ng kung ano-ano, no? Uh, uh, bukod sa eruption, it emits uh, gases, no? Uh, and uh, I was messaging you earlier na for the past uh, several weeks, um, uh, or maybe uh, more than two weeks, no? Uh, halos walang visibility yung yung volcano from here, no? And normally, so umaga, napakalinaw niyan. But um, there have been days when uh, hindi mo talaga makita and um, uh, yung iba, you know, uh, nagre-react yung katawan nila. So, dun sa sulfur na ay binubuga. And then, dito sa mga hardin namin ay napansin namin na yung ibang halaman hindi na, hindi na mumulaklak nasusunog yung ibang uh, dahon no so uh, i know volcanoes are more uh, are your is your specific uh, uh, field of expertise no but so what what kind of light can you can you shed about um, you know what what this volcano is doing i mean uh, ano ba to uh, is this is this a should we look at this as a warning of something or talagang you know this has been happening you know it, 
you know, this volcano has never slept for maybe hundreds of years, no? So talagang, you know, it's just a sign na buhay siya, no? Um, and then, uh, how harmful is the sulfur, sulfur dioxide and the other gases na lumalabas sa kanya uh, in, in the past um, several days? Oo, um, maganda naman yung tanong mo din, ano? Uh, siguro related din yung pinag-aaralan naman din kasi, ano, uh, Howie, no? But uh, again, siguro merong miscommunication or siguro merong lack of education saan pukunin yung source, no? Nung, nung information, no? And uh, baka siguro dahil kulang yung, ano, yung mga uh, pag-disseminate, no? Uh, kailangan ayusin pa natin yon no and uh, actually natuwa ako kasi yung college of uh, UP College of Manila sa PGH they were interested no in in learning about volcanic gases no kasi yung volcanic gases eh kailangan mapag-aralan natin ng mga mabuti ng mabuti yan yung mga volcanic gases they're one of the known hazards associated with volcanism Um, in fact, merong isang volcano na nag-release ng CO2 no nag-overturn yung lake. CO2 is an invisible gas and it's denser than air. Tapos pag uh, lumabas 'yon, eh, it will crawl, creep down the the slopes, no? Crawl down the slopes as an invisible gas and then parang it it will kill everything in its path, no? Nangyari 'yan sa isang lugar na ang daming namatay by the thousands. So Ayaw natin mangyari yun dito. No? So, kailangan minomonitor natin yan. Yung SO2, that's another gas. No? Um, pag maraming, yes, sulfur dioxide. Pag maraming uh, gas na ganyan, no? uh, nagiging pwedeng acid rain yan. And uh, pag may acid rain, eh, ayaw natin yun. Di ba? Parang, parang acid rain. Delikado yan. You, ano? Pero, Siguro yung yung total amount ng SO2 na nilalabas ngayon is probably not that much, no. Pero apart from yung acid rain na nangyayari because of SO2, meron din na tinatawag na SO2 na if you inhale it, no, magkakaroon ka ng mga respiratory problems. Ay ay ayaw din natin 'yon. So, maganda na gustong alamin ng ano 'yon, alamin ng UPPGH 'yon saka UP Manila 'yon so that we can do more research about it. Uh, mapag-aralan na mabuti, baka meron na palang naapektuhan ngayon. Di ba? So, we don't know kasi hindi naman talaga napapag-aralan kasi hindi naman, ewan ko, kung nag-meet up talaga, as far as I know, kung nag-meet out ba talaga yung mga volcanologists at saka yung mga, ano, mga respiratory doctors, di ba? Mga, mga, so mga people in the medical field. So, kailangan niyang pag-aaralan mo yung mga tao doon, long term, di ba? Ano ba yung ano? Uh, yung SO2, na may measure yan. Merong mga devices, may mga instruments na, in fact, that's one of the basis for uh, increasing the alert level of uh, the volcano, no? yung SO2. So, habang tumataas yan, eh, malamang eh, may magma sa ilalim na nagre-release ng SO2. So, that's one of the basis na para sabihin na, ay, mag-a-activate na yung volcano. Yung mga iba, yung mga number of earthquakes, felt earthquakes, no? Uh, tapos kung anong klasing earthquake and SO2 going back is 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 one parameter. So importante yan na may measure yan. Pero nang may measure nila paglabas doon sa bulkan. Okay? So 
So, kumbawa, uh, so many thousand tons no, na of SO2. But we don't know the dispersion. Okay? Saan ba pumupunta yung SO2 na yon? So, we need modelers as well who will simulate where the wind blows, no? anong direction, how is it carrying the SO2, where to, di ba? How, what's, what's the amount? Yung mga iba, minsan, pag sa umaga, nandito uh, sa Manila, di ba? Nagkakaroon ng, ano ba tawag natin? Uh, uh, volcanic smog, di ba? Volcanic smog. Uh, kailangan, inaaral din natin ano yung, ano yung even if it's little, uh, little amount, what is that amount? Di ba? So, kaya nga, nagpap, nag, importante yung citizen science. No? So, do sa bahay mo, there are there are uh, instruments that you can buy or kaya yung simple mga litmus test, litmus test kung acidic or hindi. Uh, i-measure nyo, di ba? Kung nag-i-increase siya o hindi. And uh, ano ba yung kailangan gawin? Kailangan na ba mag-wear ng mask? We don't even have that threshold value. Ano yung SO2 para malaman kung magmamask ka na o hindi? Di ba? I don't know if 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 you know that threshold value na para magkailangan ka na magmask against the SO2. And I I don't well, know of any. Uh, well actually ano ah uh, nag-issue na ng babala yung LGU dito at uh, pinasusuot kami ng mask no. Ah okay uh, kasi, that's good. Oh ramdam good. naman eh. I mean I I I, I don't know if anyone is actually measuring uh, scientifically itong uh, lumalabas na gases pero people feel uh, an effect no so i guess what what the others will wa- what we want to know ano ba yung risk sa aming health ng gases na yan we're not receiving much information from from anyone uh, siguro tama yung sinasabi mo i mean there, there needs somebody somebody in the medical field needs to needs to monitor this and needs to needs to monitor the the impact on the peop- the community's health no kasi maaring uh it you know the the gases might be accumulating in our environment here because it's been Im- being it's being emitted for ano nag uh, siguro ilang linggo na siya nag-emit i'm sure nag nag-accumulate i mean maganda nga mahangin ngayon no so si- so siguro natanggal na rin sa 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 area yung uh, yung gases na yan but we've been breathing it for the last several weeks no and um Uh, I don't know if uh, masks will will really help pag pag ano kasi di ka naman naka-mask pag natutulog ka di ba so uh, yeah so you're right you're right in in making this call to for you know uh, doctors and medical scientists to to see kasi ang la- laki ng errant on that million-million ng taong uh, maaring uh, uh, apektado nito hindi diyan yon dito wala we're, we're not being asked to do it no so To wear a mask. Oh, to wear a mask, di ba? Eh, oh, pero dito, dito sa amin, kasi we're on the shore, eh, so mala- we're only 10 kilometers from the volcano. So, yeah, oh. uh, kung, kung may maapektuhan, talagang ka- kami. But there, I mean, ka- kung kami lang, I mean, there are already hundreds of thousands of people living in this area. So, uh, maraming tao na yun, So yeah, ang, ang sinasabi ko, Howie, is that kailangan medyo mas systematic tayo, di ba? Parang... Uh, mas scientific yung ginagawa natin. We have to have uh, measurements on the ground of the amount of SO2. Diba? Paano ba yung wind patterns? Nadideliver ba yung concentration ng SO2 coming from the volcano towards Metro Manila or not? Diba? Dictated yan ng wind pattern. Okay? Dictated yan ng, hindi ko alam, mga meteorologists ang kailangan mag-aral yan. So, ang sinasabi ko lang naman, mas systematic. And how much Yeah. How much SO2 when measured on the ground, let's say sa Cavite o kaya sa Metro Manila, 
is the threshold that uh, will tell you, the community, na kailangan ka na mag-wear ng mask. No? At anong classic mask ang we-wear mo? Diba? Ayun. So, I myself don't know that. And then, maybe, siguro magandang... Yeah, baka iba, baka iba yung mask. Kasi pag sinabing mag-mask ngayon, syempre, lahat tayo may mga mask na sa bahay. Diba? Baka, <laughs> baka, oo, oo, baka hindi, baka hindi yun ang tamang klaseng mask. Diba? Anyway, uh, Mahar, you mentioned no, the, the need for uh, citizen scientists. No? Um, uh, tell us more about that. No? Uh, is this also within the context of a, a call that you have made uh, for the need for an army of disaster scientists? Kasi, yun nga, sabi mo, because sa dami ng hazards natin at uh, sari-sari yung hazards at saka yung disasters na nangyayari sa Pilipinas, uh, you know, we really need a lot more people studying disasters, the causes, and, you know, how to prevent uh, disasters. So, ang sinasabi mo, yung ordinaryong tao, uh, pwedeng tumulong dyan. Yes, actually, Howie, sa, I attend conferences. Isa sa ginagawa namin is to, well, actually, nung NOAA, pa, nung NOAA no, uh, ang, ang instruction sa amin was to bring the best technologies here for our disaster effort and put the frontier science no, <laughs> uh, at the forefront of our battle against hazards, no? hazard impacts. Uh, so, yun ang ginagawa namin. We attend conferences, we read publications, and one of the international best practices sa disaster risk reduction is community science. No? Uh, it's crowdsourcing. Uh, bakit? Bakit? Kasi you need to engage the people. No? People need to uh, participate. Kasi when people participate, it raises their stake in the effort. No? When you do that, no, that kind of activity, nas nagiging aware sila. No? They're, they're, they're part. They're part of the solution. So while they're doing it, while they're at it, eh, lalong nagkakaroon sila ng disaster awareness. Then they they ano they they look further into the problem no? rather than not caring about it. No, because they, you raise their the 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 stake. No, you to the solution of the problem. Yung mga tao eh, nagpa-participate sila, lalo silang nai-engage. And I think that is the best practice for disaster risk reduction. Hindi kaya ng gobyerno lahat itong problema natin. Sila ay mag enable lang ng mga activities, no? mag-provide information, but yung community can can uh, participate. no? And uh, in the end, ang action naman talaga yung mga tao eh. Di ba? No, it sounds good, no? I mean, but how has community science worked in the real world? Meron, meron na bang examples niyan? Where I, has I it been the effective? Example. I have the perfect example. Uh, Howie, pumutok yung ano, pumutok yung taal on January 12, 2020. 2020. Okay? At uh, yan, ang taas, ng 21 kilometers yung uh, plume, no? Uh, that, that was way up into the stratosphere. And winds in that uh, no in that that part were blowing towards the north. So kita sa satellite images. Yung mga abo umabot doon sa ano umabot doon sa Cavite, sa Laguna, sa Metro Manila, a thin part sa Bulacan, no? Uh, nagpa-crowdsource tayo diyan, no? And then through social media, sinabi na ayan, uh, magkuha kayo ng ruler. Sukatin niyo yung bumagsak na abo 
doon sa inyong bubong o kaya doon sa inyong fence, sa garden. Ang daming, daming nag-participate. We were able to reconstruct the ashfall deposit of Taal Volcanoes eruption because people participated. Now, after a few days, wala na yung abo. Tama? Diba? Na, 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 kasi we're in a tropical area. Umul oh, na, wala na yung abo. Winalis. Oh, Natanggal na. Uh, oh. Kung saan. No? But we preserved that record. No? Yung record na yon was how thick were the ash deposits in places around Taal Volcano. Saan papunta yung, yung plume? No? Saan yung hazard na yon? From that, na-calculate namin yung volume, yung volume ng eruption, at saka yung intensity ng discharge ng eruption. And we were able to publish that. And that is the first publication, according to the reviewers, sa, sa Bulletin of Volcanology. And in all volcanology journals, where crowdsourcing was used. So yung, yung specifics yan, uh, Maharno, so... So you you how did you make the call on on Twitter social media and yes, people just yes. sent in their data ano yun, gumamit ka ng hashtag para madaling magather yung yung data yung mga related tweets or ay, ano yung specifics ng crowdsourcing na ginawa nyo Well it it was not just me no we were acting as a team no just in hmm, okay yes yeah. oh. ano oh, but what was the method lang, ano gumawa sila ng parang Google Forms Mm -hmm. Tapos kung hindi naman magagamit yung Google Forms, they can just report it. Kung meron silang ruler, lalagay nila ng ganon and then post it on social media with the hashtag Taal. Okay? So, ang daming mga nag-report, ganyan, from different places, and then na-reconstruct kung saan sila nanggaling, ano yung thickness doon sa lugar na yon And uh, maraming feedback doon sa mga nag-contribute na natuwa din sila that they were able to participate in the scientific exercise. And uh, siguro, next time na mangyari yun, oy, sali ako ulit, di ba? O, kasi ganito. No? Oy, ano ba yung nangyari dito? This paper, merong ganito. Ano ba yung na-discover dito? Uh, what were we able to find out just based on my participation? So, na-compute yung volume, na-compute yung volcanic explosivity index, ganong kalakas siya, uh, ano, yung, ano yung distribution, and so on. And it is being cited by other people all over the world. And hopefully, they will follow suit na it, it's a way by which we can uh, get people to be involved in science so that their decisions also will be science-based. science, science -based. Kasi yung consciousness natin dapat medyo science-oriented din, di ba? And uh, that's way to uplift our lives. Yeah, speaking of which, no? Kasi a lot of these um, ideas you've been talking about, no? Uh, you know, uh, community participation and using technology and the internet and all that. I mean, nakita natin to sa sa yung unang iteration ng Project Noah, di ba? For several years, no? Uh, we people were monitoring uh, hazards and uh, 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 disasters uh, on 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 the on the web, no? Using an app and using data science, uh, etc. And I think it was quite successful, no? In preventing some disasters or in uh, predicting where floods could occur, diba? Number one, tell us more about that experience. And number two, why was the funding cut no, by the government? This was a government um, program and it was cut about six, seven years ago. Ano? So, nawala. And I guess it it, uh, it became more of an academic program dyan sa inyo, no? sa UP. 
but um, it was a public service no that was set up using you know this these technologies you're talking about to provide a service no uh, to the public uh, and yet um, pinoto yung funding so first walk us back to that what made it effective you know what kind of disasters uh, did it help prevent okay Medyo mahabang storya ito, no? Pero at the, at the summary same, na lang. <laughs> at the same time, controversial din yung tanong mo, no? But uh, we have ano, we have been able to survive anyway, no? Uh, what is important is that yung yung institutional memory of what Project NOAA did when it was still part of the national government efforts, no? Ay na-retain kasi yung mga skills, the researchers who are experienced are still there, they can do, still do the same thing. Nag-iba nga lang yung focus. Imbis na national level yung ginagawa namin, uh, mas concentrated kami ngayon at local level, LGU level. No? But we still help. And uh, uh, yun nga lang, uh, uh, ano, mas, mas focused sa LGU. Okay. Uh, mas, mas gusto ko sana na national level kasi... Before, we were part of NDRMC as part of the PIDRA system, a whole-of-society approach. Nandun yung media, nandun yung academe, nandun yung mga mandated agencies, all discussing before a typhoon makes landfall or days before uh, a typhoon makes landfall. No? Tapos 24 hours monitoring until nawala na yung bagyo. Tapos, uh, ano. And uh, sabilang ko, no? but of course, nobody really would know Kasi only God would know kung talagang nangy- mangyayari yun or, or, or dapat ba nangyayari yun. But sa bilang ko, uh, there were uh, 15 averted disasters. No? Uh, kasama dito yung typhoon nona na debrief, debrief flows na nangyari dito sa Mindoro at saka Gabaldon, no? sa Nueva Ecija. The volume of the debrief flows were, were more than 25 million cubic meters. Much more than those that the, uh, that that happened in the in Compostela Valley, New Bataan, sa Mindanao, where it killed uh, more than 560 people, burying a whole evacuation center by, with debris flows. No, ayon. So, maraming mar- maraming mga events all over the Philippines na nabigyan ng hazard specific, area focused, and time bound warnings. Hey, hindi general warnings like uh, what we see, no. Uh, na mag-ingat sa baha at landslide sa ganitong probinsya. Siguro mga 15 provinces are identified. No? Sasabihin na, pa- pa- paano yun? You were talking about uh, the cry-wolf effect. So if you say that to 15 provinces or 20 provinces, mag-ingat sa baha at landslide, eh, hindi naman lahat yun magkakaroon ng baha at landslide. Diba? So if they hear that kind of messaging five times or six times a year, mangyari ulit yun, na may message na ganun, they will be desensitized. Diba? So, parang ang tawag doon, eh, the cry wolf effect. <laughs> the cry wolf effect. So, hindi naman iniwala. Eh, during that time, when uh, we were part of the, ano, the, ang tawag nito, the, the, Nash, the NDRMC, no, pre-disaster risk assessment, na nagmo-monitor, we were also providing hazard-specific area focus and time-bound warnings. Ano ba yon? Ano ang tatama do sa barangay? No? Uh, anong hazard? Area focus. O saang barangay? Uh, saan parte ng munisipyo, munisipyo? Aling barangay ang tatamaan? At saka anong oras tatama? Di ba nung nagkakaroon ng floods dito, nung habagat, nung 2012-2013, we would go sa, get interviewed by media. No? Uh, we would be given the go signal of Secretary Montejo 
and the president to go live no at 2:30 in the morning na Marikina pagbabahayan ng 5:30 ng madaling araw so gigisingin lahat ng mga tao no tapos tatawag sa akin yung kapatid ko nasa California mahar ano to nang bubulabog kayo ng mga tao 5:30 babaha Ah, uh, ayun. So, syempre nabulabog yung mga tao, nagkaroon ng mga evacuation dito sa may ano, yung may Aurora diyan pababa ng Marikina para daw airport na traffic at sinusundo yung mga kamag-anak. True enough, tong 5:30 dumating na yung baha, no? Tumaas yung hanggang na umabot do sa bridge, no? Nalubog yung mga karatula ng SM diyan. Pero that is what is called as hazard specific area focused and time bound warnings. So I would remember the NDRRMC during the time of Yusek Pama, ah uh, uh, pag hindi naniniwala na uh, ano tatawag siya do sa governor or mayor. Pag hindi pa rin naniniwala sa kanya, ipapasa do sa scientist to explain to the mayor and the governor. Like for example, I was able to talk to Governor Pineda during one of the typhoon events, no? Sabi namin na ano po, bababa na po yung baha dyan. Ay hindi na, maaraw na dito. Wala na, hindi. Nasa yung bagyo ay nado na sa South China Sea. Iyon, the following day, dumating yung baha. No? So, uh, th those are some of the stories na I, I consider as averted disasters. No? <laughs> averted disasters. And we made the list about that, uh, publications about that na tingin ko dapat i-continue yon no i-continue yung tinatawag na hazard specific area focused and time bound warnings rather than the general warnings na makikita mo na mag-ingat sa baha at landslide yeah i mean na, na, hindi naman ganun ka, ka useful no so obviously there's a huge need no for this kind of specific warnings i mean that's that's what would really make it useful kasi Parang di naman masyadong useful kung yung buong probinsya o warningan mo, eh ilang barangay lang pala yung talagang vulnerable sa isang specific na na hazard. no This is a life and death matter. no So, kailangan-kailangan uh, talaga yung ganyang klaseng serbisyo. And yet, uh, na-terminate no? itong Project NOAA as a government program and it was seen as a step backward no for disaster response and preparedness. No? And uh, you've, you've been calling for disaster preparedness uh, for for a long time now no so uh, please explain no pa bakit bakit terminate uh, you know after after explaining the value uh, and the the impact of this of this program uh, to us baka ang daming nagtataka ngayon uh, bakit nawala no ba bakit bakit cannot yung funding alam mo how hindi ko rin masasagot yung tanong mo eh but i really argued na I, I, I tried to explain why it was necessary. No? But uh, when authorities make decisions, eh, wala na akong magagawa doon kasi I'm a scientist. No? So we have to respect that as well. So I just work as a scientist and uh, whenever there's a need for me to talk no, na kung kailangan ito based on the science, I, I would call Call, uh, I, I, I would call it out. No? So I, I would call a spade a spade. I would speak out and kinatanong mo ako if it is necessary to bring back that hazard-specific area focus and time-bound warnings that the, the way we used to do it, I think we should. No, I think we should. Pero one thing good about uh, the efforts no? na, na introduce na introduce way back uh, as early as 2012 or maybe 2014 na, no? uh, kasi doon talaga na-integrate na na adapt yung 
yung Pedra system, no? Uh, which was part of a NOAA project, by the way, no? Uh, What's a Pedra system? Uh, pre-disaster risk assessment, no? Pre-disaster risk assessment, ang tawag. And in that pre-disaster risk assessment, required yung hazard-specific, area-focused, and time-bound warnings, no? Ayan, so, um, pag, uh, I, I would highly recommend na ibalik yun, no? So, paano ibabalik yun? You would need tools to be able to to execute that, no? To to make a call, no? You need to to have information to make that, no? Uh, kung maibabalik, no? May decision dati na tanggalin, eh, pwede pa rin naman ibalik kasi, as I said, the people who were able to do that before are still there. They are still, ano, uh, they have, we have the institutional memory. Pwede naman ibalik. Kaya lang, eh, syempre, again, it's the decision of the people, uh, mga authorities. No? But uh, pwede pa rin na mga ibalik kung gusto talaga. Diba? Uh, we, we are open to it. Uh, in fact, kung, kung, kung pwede nga lang no, na ipagamitin itong program na to to give that message, to get the president to, ano, to, to hear, hear out that, that there's a need for this, eh, maganda sana na mapakinggan niya itong program na ito because it will help the country. Yeah. Well, you know, you've you've written uh, a policy paper no, na about the politics in the disaster uh, preparedness uh, sector. Um, at sinasabi mo nga, kasi rami mo kanina, politics comes with the territory even if, you know, science should be above uh, politics, no? So, bak- bakit pa napupoliticize ang disaster sa atin? Maraming reasons. Maraming reasons. Kasi pag pinag-usapan mo eh, knowledge, di ba? Uh, if, you, if you talk about data, eh, data is power. Yeah? If you have power, you have control. <laughs> that's, that's one of the basic things. No? And that is something that I'm saying na merong politics involved uh, because yun yung nakikita ko. No? Like for example, nung Ginsa Ugon, Pag meron ng mga relief na dumadating, may aid na dumadating at hindi dumating, umabot doon sa barangay, nagiging issue yan during elections. So, magagamit yon against you. It can make or break the career, the political career of of somebody. And I've, I've seen it, no? na wrangling kasi kailangan sila ang gagawa nito. Pero may sinasabi naman ang Sendai framework for that no which is the parang agreement no ng mga lahat ng mga working on disasters na we have to work uh, as a whole of society and we have to focus on science as our basis for making decisions. Ayun, so if it worked before, if it worked before na alam mo ba bumaba ang mga number of deaths natin on average per year? 1986 to 2013, it was 1,250 uh, deaths per year on average. Now, from 2014... Due to what? Present, so, uh, due to what? It, deaths due to what? No, I don't know. It, All it, causes? It may be due to a variety of reasons. But starting 2014 up to now, it's only 250 deaths on average per year. 250 deaths for, for because year. of disasters? From hydrometeorological hazards, from severe weather events. Dati, ah, okay. 1,250. Ngayon, 250 na lang. So, what do you attribute that to? Eh, increased in disaster awareness, no? Um, marami, maraming factors. Maybe... Could be natural. Could be. Could be natural. Pero, 
kailangan tignan, di ba? What happened? 1986 to 2013, 1,250 deaths on average per year. Naging 250 deaths on average per year. So I cannot attribute it to one single factor. Maybe it's a ano parang uh, a product of a multiplicity of factors. And uh, I believe, I would like to believe that we were able to help as well. No? So yun yung mga best practices. And yun yung babalik ko doon sa tanong mo, ano ba ang ginagawa ng mga disaster scientists? We try to identify the mistakes so that we don't we don't, don't repeat them. Kasi if we just don't repeat all of those mistakes, ang laki na mababawas natin sa deaths natin, uh, deaths per year. No? Just trying to avoid those mistakes. We learn from it. Kasi kung hindi naman tayo natututo, ano na lang tayo, di ba? We, we should be able to learn. And... Uh, Marami ako. I can give to you examples na asan ba tayo hindi natuto. Okay? Uh, I'll give you one perfect example. Meron tayong mapa sa Yolanda noon. Underestimated yung storm surge. These were official maps that were provided to Tacloban. The, the maps of storm surges were showing na up to mga 50 meters lang from the coast. Uh, maximum na yon. Pero the storm surges were 2 to 3 kilometers inland. Okay, so ibig sabihin, yung mapa and the methodology that was used to to create those maps, eh dapat hindi na natin ginagamit kasi we don't want to un underestimate the impact. no? And there's science behind it. In fact, the United Nations Disaster Risk Reduction, uh, they have this words into action document na kailangan nire-reflect natin yung bigger events than the historical record. If we had used that, di sana na-reflect sana yung hazard map na 2 to 3 kilometers inland. That would be the basis for evacuation. That would be the basis for people to know how far away from the coast they 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 they, they should have gone. No? But during the time when Yolanda made impact, we did not have those maps. Ano ang nangyayari? We are still using the same methodology that produced those underestimated hazard maps. Walang climate change. We use historical accounts to produce those hazard maps. E, paano na lang yan? Ano, hihintayin na naman natin na mayroong bigger event than what we have experienced and what we remember to impact us and create a disaster? So, that is one example of learning from past disasters. And sinasabi ko to not to blame anybody, no? Ano, Howie? I'm not blaming anybody. I just want us to move forward, no? That we have to learn from it. We don't repeat that mistake. We change our methods, no? Kasi na-identify na that that caused the deaths of many people. That is just one example. I can give you many more, but I think that is a very powerful example. Uh, you've had a long career, no, in in this field of disaster preparedness. No, have you seen improvement in the country, uh, okay. considering okay. the okay. abundance of hazards and disasters that we have? Yes, of course. I know how we. Uh, when I speak of all of these things, na sinasabi ko parang ang bleak nung nung scenario, no, nung story, no. Uh, on the contrary, hindi, no. We've advanced so much, no. We've advanced so much. Uh, we 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 have laws in place, no? We have the RA 10121. We have the Climate Change Act. We have a lot of policies na in place, which are I believe are the best in the world in terms of awareness, 
uh, ang laki na ng awareness natin compared, let's say, 20 years ago. Na meron tayong mga earthquake drills that we do regularly. Actually, no elementary ako, meron din earthquake drills. Pero I, I see it na, na nationwide, mas marami ang investment. No? Pati yung mga local government units, they have funding for their disaster risk reduction management offices. No? Pero I'm not saying also that it's perfect. No, na with all of these policies and laws na nai-implement properly, no? So in terms of progress, in terms of awareness and the activities that we do, mga policies in place, uh, uh na lang difference from uh the year 2000. Well, you know, sinabi mo na some of our policies are among the best in the world, no? That's a big statement. So, cite a policy that's one of the best in the world. Oh, well, yun na lang na RA-10121 natin. That 5% of the era, no? uh, 70% of that goes to... Yung the, internal revenue allotment. Yes, no? yes. The, oh, uh-oh. internal revenue allotment goes to the ano, the uh, uh, disaster risk reduction efforts of the LGU. 70% okay. goes to prevention and mitigation and the 30% so, so goes to uh, efforts uh, during a disaster. And uh, mm-hmm. before, we did not have that. Ngayon, oh, malaking pondo yon. Malaking oh, pondo so, yon. So have, so, have you seen LGUs uh, use that, th- these these funds in a best practice way? In a, I mean, I mean, what, what's a good example? Para, at, you know, what can we learn from? Is there an LGU that we can learn from uh, in the use of this era and this, this uh, world-class policy? Quezon City. Quezon okay. City. Uh, they they are using that uh, I believe uh, you source the funds for the drainage master plan of Quezon mm-hmm. City came from that fund. No, I may be mistaken, but I believe that because I I see people drainage uh, flood drain flood drainage drainage I guess, no? master plan. So the oh, oh. master plan nila eh hindi lang surface flow o hindi lahat ng mga drainage na nasa ilalim sinisimulate creating scenarios of floods on the surface. Where to put detention basins? Ganong kalalaki yung detention basins? How many detention basins should be created? No, Maybe long-term ito kasi madami. Barangays, one per each barangay, per barangay. And that would not only help Quezon City, it would also help downstream cities like San Juan, Mandaluyong, and Manila. So, this is a best practice na bago ka gumawa ng infrastructure project, you create scenarios first, no? Through simulations, through your computers and uh, good tools, no? Good data to be able to create the best solution to a problem. In this case, the problem is flooding. Ayan. So, hindi ko sinasabi instantaneous yan na mangyayari at completely ma-eradicate yan but mababawasan. Uh, that is best practice. And the funds, I believe, came from the Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Funds. And they were also uh, trying to get climate change scenarios of flooding simulated. No? Uh, yun. So I, I, I believe that is one of the best in the world because I have never seen uh, a simulation like that with drainage included on a city-wide basis. And Quezon City is one of the biggest cities, is the biggest city in terms of land area in Metro Manila. Mm. And of course, Quezon City has also been notorious for 
for flooding nung nung Ondoy. <laughs> Grabe yung yung pag yung baha diyan sa Quezon City, you know? So it's learned some lessons from that, I guess. Yeah, despite it being uh, at 60 meters elevation, <laughs> magmamaba pa rin, 'di ba? Well, that's good news. It's it's good to know na may progress uh, in particular Quezon City, uh, you know, where I also lived for a long time. All, all over the Philippines, we see progress in terms of disaster risk reduction efforts. But there are still some snags. No? Uh, I'll, I'll identify one. Ha? I'll identify one. Yung sinasabi ko kanina yung example ng Tacloban, I gave uh, the UNDRR document, guideline, no? that, that we, we should create scenarios of floods bigger than the historical record. No, para na-anticipate man lang natin yung storm surge na hindi lang 50 meters inland yung inundation o hindi 2 to 3 kilometers as basis for siting evacuation centers and for telling people where to go to ano na uh, so that they will not be affected by the storm surge no? uh, meron tayong ano eh meron tayong climate change commission policy no resolution 2019001 reiterating that we need to implement that policy because it's part of the law na sinasabi ko that we need to create hazard maps that are multi-scenario. Maliit na storm surge, mas malaking storm surge, mas malaki pang storm surge, may climate change na storm surge. And if we do that, we would be prepared for a Yolanda-like event or an event that is bigger than Yolanda. And it is also in the PDP 2017-2022 and the Philippine Development Plan 2023-2028. Nandun na eh. Nandun yung legal basis. Howie eh. But we are not implementing it yet. So although I'm saying na ang laki na ng progress natin, marami pang mga magagandang policies ang hindi pa natin na i-implement. Which we should implement. And uh, I really find, uh, ano, I've been advocating this. I've been telling this to everybody since maybe 2014 or 2015. Uh, or earlier, no? Pero here comes the politics, di ba? So there might be a reason kung bakit hindi ni-implement yun. Okay? So, why? I... <laughs> May... Ayan. So, nandun na ngayon yung decision-making, di ba? Maybe it has something to do with the value of land. Maybe it has something to do with the planning process, di ba? Yun. So, that is the decision of 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 somebody na may authority. That is not my decision. What we can only say is to speak up, no? say these things that they need to be implemented. And the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, I believe in the science, because I trust in science. No? And this is what I've learned over the years, in two decades. Ito e, yung sinasabi. Kasi simple lang, Howie, eh. pag may survivor ng disaster, ano ba yung unang sinasabi? Ano ba sinasabi? Hindi ba sinasabi first time nangyari yan? Ngayon lang kami nakikita ng ganyan ba? Hindi namin na-expect yan. Grabe, hindi namin alam. Eh, ganyan, dati ganito lang. Ngayon, ganyan. Itong paeng. Sabi sa Cavite, ng mga DRRM officers, we plan for this high of flood. But the floods were this high. This year lang yon Paeng, di ba? Ito yung sinasabi ko. We need to prepare for the events that are bigger than the historical record. And we need hazard maps to show us na yan yung scenario so that we can anticipate, make plans that would anticipate those scenarios, including climate change. And we have not implemented that on a national scale. 
on that note, no? Well, thank you for speaking up about about those issues. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll let you go now. You're a busy man. So, maraming salamat, uh, Mahar, no? For, for your time and for teaching the public how to survive and prevent disasters. <laughs> yeah. Mabuhay ka, Dr. Mahar Lagmay, geologist, disaster scientist, at executive director ng UP Resilience Institute. Thank you very much. Maraming salamat, Tenhawi, for inviting. Thank you.